Welcome to Get Into It, produced by Ryco Theatricals. We deep dive into the big questions of our industry. Our two hosts take a look into the theater industry today through panel discussions and asking the necessary and sometimes unnecessary questions. Our show airs every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern on our social media at Ryco Theatricals. Now please welcome our hosts, Dash Perry and Tyler Dobies. And we are back. I'm your co-host, Dash Perry. And I'm your other co-host, Tyler Dobies. And this and is... This is get, in get into it. it. How about you get into that? Get, get into, into it. it. How you been? You took a little, uh, just a little bit of a break. What'd you do? Uh, if you don't mind telling us. If, if it's not a secret. It's not a secret. Um, actually, that that's a great question. I, well, first of all, get into it. <laughs> every day, every week, get into it. Every Thursday, um, y'all know the y'all up, know the drill. I just popped up the name of a show on their screen. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I actually I was I was going to talk about this that during the commercial break, um, and I'll talk about this later. But I was actually at a rehearsal for a concert that I'm going to be giving virtually, and. I'll talk about all those details in just a little bit. Just a few moments. Just a but few it's, moments. it was really fun. It was really fun. And I appreciate you taking the reins, learning all the tech stuff. I go. Let's give a round of applause. A round of applause to Tyler because, and pause to Tyler because he handles all the tech. And I didn't know how hard it was. She's go go gadget. She's clicking, <laughs> quickly clicking on all of these tabs. Amazing. And Thank God I have someone that's so capable to do it because um, it would be a little bit of a struggle bus for me. I'm sure I'd learn, but I couldn't think of anybody else better. That's so sweet. And before, I mean, you were gone the week before that. The week before that. We're on a rotating schedule. We're on a rotating schedule, but <laughs> Dash and Tyler together again. Again, again. <laughs> we are, honestly, what did you say? You said it was Young Frankenstein. Yes, together, together forever again. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Wait, what? But you sang a different song. What was it? I sang, um, yeah, wherever we go, whatever, whatever we, we do, we're gonna go. Um, I really forgot what show that was. What gypsy, was that? Gypsy, Gypsy. Oh, of course I was in How that. dare you? No, I'm kidding. It's nice. Silly, silly me. It's but funny story about Gypsy. I had to, we did it at Ball State my senior yeah, year. And so, no, my junior year. And we we had a lot of males. We had, a, there's a bunch of strippers in the show. If you don't know Gypsy, it's all about stripping. Yeah. Right. And is. so they were like, is answer. everybody okay with uh, partial nudity? And I said, partial nudity? Can we make it full? Um, <laughs> that's what I thought in my head. But right. we sure enough went out there with that cute little dance belt with a fig leaf, and I had my big fan, and I was like, doo, 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 doo. it was it was incredible. Yes. I loved my full partially naked life up there, and I can't wait to do it again. Can't wait to do it again. We actually did it at um, my second year of grad school. We did it at NYU, which was kind of fun. Ooh, so lots it's a of, good show. It's a great show to do for academic um, mm -hmm. purposes, and I mean, and non-academic purposes. It's just a fun show, kind of in general. And true story. Okay. And great to have like a women woman centered show, mm -hmm. you know, female led show, which is great. And actually, uh, my friend Denyla played uh, Rose as well, who, which is the person doing the con I'm doing the concert with. 
Absolutely. Think. Come on, Black Rose. <laughs> Black Rose. It was, she was really great. She was, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, I've, I've done the stalking. I'm sure she was phenomenal. She was phenomenal. What do you want to get into at uh, the top? I mean, we're getting into like our breaks and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else that you want to get into? I want to get into, I want to get into the season. And by season, I mean the movie season. Let's, we just oh kind of had our like, you know, culminating um, award show for the movie, the last award show right. for the movies, the Oscars, oh, which Oscar. from what I gotta say, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Oscars because I was kind of underwhelmed with the um, with the like scope of the movie. So I was like, sure. right, you know what? The people are here. I'm like having a good time. I don't need to spend it watching the TV at the Oscars. But there were some really good movies this year. I thoroughly enjoyed Ma Rainey's Black Bottom which a lot of people coined as like, you know, it was very theatrical. And I was like, well, yes, I'm sure it was because, you know, directed by George C. Wolf, you know, you have all of these former theater actors in it and it is a play, play. Um, but I was shook. I had never seen the play. I didn't know the play, not not know the play, but I didn't know what was gonna happen in it. And I left, not left the movie, I was watching it on my laptop, but after the movie ended, I was like, wow, that was something. And Miss Viola Davis did not oh my God, get amazing. her Oscar again, though she was phenomenal. She um, was and the lesbian stories within it, like that was that was one of my top movies. But there were some that were kind of like Trial of Chicago Seven. I was like, eh, okay, this was a this was fun. This was fun. wasn't incredible for me. I didn't get to see Minari or mm-hmm. or Nomadland. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. two movies. Kind of, you know, stole all the rec- um, all the awards. So they really I mean, did. Yeah, they really, really did well. What I do miss is the looks. I should probably go look those up. The Oscar looks. I saw. I saw Regina King. I mean, honestly, like, Regina King, like trash bag. She'd still be stunning. <laughs> Literally, mm-hmm. she could wear anything, and she's amazing. And to see like her trajectory from the like, beginning of her career to now, incredible. That's growth. That's Regina. I was. Oh my God, don't even get me started about Regina King. She's she amazing. Everything. And what like, I oh, right. Ahead, and it doesn't even matter like, in terms of like, obviously we could talk about what people were wearing or whatever and those looks and stuff. But mm-hmm. honestly, like you could say, like you were saying, like her work just speaks in and of itself. Like, right. She's Period. wearing a cash bag and she's a great actress as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and a great director and really cool. Really excited that we had um, an Asian American win. Mm-hmm. Uh, best director, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, an Asian American when, well, no, she's not Asian American, but um, for supporting actress as well. Right. Mm-hmm. She's Korean, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, and yeah. And I know, Daniel, I don't, Kaluuya, I, Daniel Kaluuya won. Right? But I, controversially, I will say when I watched the movie, I don't, I'm not like a Fred Hampton aficionado or anything, mm-hmm. but there was something about. Maybe it was because I know Daniel Kaluuya's British, but, and I've seen his work in Get Out, so I was like, okay, that's what I was comparing it to, but his dialect just threw me off, which sucks mm. because I wish I could have been like, yes, more. I mean, like, of course I was like, yes, for him. Well, yeah, but I was of course. Like, right, yeah. But, but I was like, oh, the performance just, and I'm not, he was phenomenal, of course. But for, you know, if I'm gonna get into it, it was something about the accent. Did anyone else feel that? Yeah. Was that just me? Was that just me? Maybe it was just me. 
let us know if it was just Dash or if it was also you mm-hmm. in the comments or in you know when you're listening. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest upset was this is the this is the whole oh the, my the rigor the rigmarole the rigoroni the rigmaroridus of terrible. the show was that they you know switched around the award so the best picture didn't come last and. Right. Chadwick Boseman didn't win for lead actor. So they fully placed this award at the end of the show. And it was so anticlimactic because he wasn't there. And not only was he not there, there was no one to accept the award for him because I really, this is just my thought. um, He really didn't think he was gonna win, which most people probably didn't. And from the reviews I read, they were like, oh, uh, from one Academy um, voter that I read was like, yeah, the consensus is that we were going for Chadwick Boseman and if not Chadwick Boseman, maybe Riz from Sound of Metal, but it was a shock. And so the, literally the award show ended and it was like, all right, oh, that's it. it. It's another year of disappointment at the Oscars. <laughs> Just another year of disappointment. And it was the lowest, the lowest rated Oscars yet. Right. So how about we- R.I.P. R.I.P. Chadwick. Oscars, let's do something fun next year, maybe. Ooh, let's, let's scrap it all and redo it. Hey. Yeah. That's an idea. Reboot. We'll tell them. A cultural we'll tell them. reset. A cultural reset. We will tell them. You're mm-hmm. here first. Cultural reset. Okay, amazing. Okay, let's, before we get in, oh, we didn't talk about the question of the day. Not yet. Uh, you speed speed one week gone and you're already cutting <laughs> half the show. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's get um, into the question of the day. Let's well, the question of the day, it's kind of a misnomer because we don't have a question. We're just talking about. Bum, the process. Awesome. This is the first time we haven't had a, like an actual question. question, so we're not asking anything. So let's like, let's get into that. Let's get, into, get into the that. process. I mean, what was the process of even coming up with this? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was. It was a process. There was weeks was of pre-production involved. Weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Months. Mm-hmm, Decades mm-hmm. even. Um, but before we do that, let me talk about this concert. How about? Get into it. Let's hear it. Get into it. Um, I'm gonna put it on the put a little ticker on the screen. It's called "I Just Want to Tell My Story." My friend Nyla Watson. Um, she's an actress, musical theater actress, right? You may have seen her in the national tour of The Color Purple. You may have seen her in the national tour of Wicked. Mm. Boom, 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 boom. Or as Gypsy. <laughs> uh, not not as Gypsy. As Mama Rose. Yes. Me, in Gypsy. In Gypsy. Um, at NYU. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Um, and hits rouse. Uh, it was amazing. Uh. <laughs> and she she just has decided to put on these concerts in partnership with New York City Relief, which is an organization that helps people who are experiencing housing houselessness um, in New York City right now. Um, so she's putting on these concerts. Um, she's put on a few of them. I promoted one of them um, way long ago. I was gonna say a yeah, little a little ago. while back. A little while ago. Um, and so she's doing one, and this time, so gratefully, I get to be a part of this particular concert. So you're gonna, you, ah, you might get to hear me sing. Well, you will get to hear me sing if you if you're interested. It's um, the second of May um, at six p.m. Eastern time, and you can find all the details at www.queennyla. That's Q U E E N N Y L A. Two ends in the middle there. Dot com slash concert. Went all yeah, the details. I just want to tell what? my story. I just want to tell my story. And lots of cool, lots of cool uh, songs we've got. I mean, just a little bit of preview. We've got obviously we have musical theater. So anything from like Hades Town stuff mm. to falsettos, 
nine to five, and maybe even some Anastasia. Ooh, you have to come and see it. You gotta come see it. Five two at six p.m. Come on. Thanks. Another one. Now that we've gotten into that, let's get back into that question. Or not even that question. Let's get back into the process. The process. Just going off like what you said, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about the process for this virtual concert that you're doing? Like what was that? What was your process for that? And then we'll, you know, dive a little deeper. Wow, this is a great question. I mean, I think. I'm, I'm singing, I'm not singing too much. I'm singing, she's coming in with like a full feature. So I have like one song with her, which we're doing singing. There's a little trio, which mm -hmm. is exciting. Mm -hmm. And for me, I mean, especially for music, it, it starts with just like learning the text and getting familiar with the text is the process. And I think, I mean, for all of our non-performing friends, our, our non-artist people, the process really refers to just like how you do something and really like a personalized, individualized approach to doing your your particular uh, work, right? So for so for example, like we're musical theater actors, uh -huh. so that's usually <laughs> what we do and how, how we get into the process. So for me, it starts with like the text work mm -hmm. and getting to know that, and then I like to do I like to do that first because I don't want to get too bogged down with the uh, the minutia, the the, new, the notes, right? Mm. Um, I just like to get the words in my mouth and in my body, so I'll just speak them, and then, and then I'll take it to the piano and learn the music, which is kind of cool. Ooh. And then, learning the music, and then of course you get all these notes from all these other people to get into right. Yep, yep. Where are the cutoffs? Everybody has where, an opinion. Everyone has so many opinions, <laughs> and that's that's. I mean, that is a part of your process. That could be a part of the process, like really surveying what's what's typical and what's kind of known i'll mm -hmm. listen to the like maybe like cast recordings or maybe like some but not too much because i don't want to yeah. end up copying them right i just want to get a sense much. of like the sound i just want to get a sense of like the the uh, the timbre of, of the colors that they're using in their voices mm -hmm. and right so for example right a little preview i'm singing something from anastasia with Mila <gasps> and her friend amar uh, shout out to Amar Atkins. So mm -hmm. also, you'll you may have seen him on the Color Purple National Tour. Um, he's really cool. And one thing in preparing for that song, um, um, you you listen to the album and you re and you realize that okay, this is like a different style of musical theater singing because mm -hmm. it's a it's a little more full. It's I mean, for lack of a better kind of term, if you know if you know choir music and you know music. You know that that that's that style is a little more Russian, and it is. Um, it's a little more full. It's a oh. little more um, like. I mean, that's kind of the best word to describe it. Full. I've never heard that rush as in Russian as in R U S S I A N Russian. Right, Russian. Right. Wow. And I mean, I don't know if they're doing that on purpose. I mean, obviously, the show is set in Russia, so mm -hmm. it makes sense that they would they would they might want to bring in some of that sensibility. Into, mm -hmm. into their work. Like if you've ever, if you've ever listened to uh, choir, Russian choirs, they're just very robust and very full and they're singing and they're very, uh, sometimes they, they're very serious kind of sounding. And I, and I think that that's something that I kind of was taking into consideration. Like I wouldn't go in, it might be inappropriate to sing this song as if I were in, hmm, Rock of Ages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't quite that be. May, that that may be inappropriate. 
right? <laughs> we're like, ah, you know, like that would be very different. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess that's like the introduction of the process in terms of what I'm looking at for oh, that. Right. And then we we did like an we did one rehearsal, kind of like in person, and we staged things, which was nice. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, um, I think it was Pearl Studios. Pearl Studios, uh, you can still rent some spaces and and have some uh, space to to work, and which was really really great. It was actually a cold night when we mm -hmm. went um, last Thursday. And I went and we were singing and we were like blocking things and, you know, staging, right? Making the actions and the movements that we want to convey the, the story, of course. For the first time and in forever, getting, being able to block something. <laughs> it felt so good. And it was so cold when I left, but honestly, I, I couldn't even feel it because I was so happy. And warm those, yeah, those mm -hmm. warm feelings of just like doing something that I really love mm -hmm. was so, so wonderful. And right now, I mean, in terms of like where we are in that process of putting the show up, we are in our in our individual bubbles, kind of rehearsing, and then we'll come together for uh, another rehearsal, mm -hmm. and then because I think we're going to do it, we're going to rehearse in the actual space, which is Nyla's apartment. Um, and beautiful then, space, I've seen it on Instagram. Beautiful <laughs> and then we'll we'll sing a few times, and then Sunday we'll we'll let it rip. Mm, come on, the process. Come on. But there's, I mean, there's obviously so many other, right? There's so many, so, so many other considerations that come kind of, But that's just like a big picture overview, right? Of right. For that. What about you? Um, you. We were just talking earlier that you have some auditions. So yes. I'm wondering, like, maybe we could share like some of like your process for those things. Mm -hmm. I just got an audition for something that's very queer, which is. Awesome. We know we love queer people here on Dance to It. Um, we love it. And I filmed an audition yesterday uh, for something a little less queer, but <laughs> yeah. But when we're when I'm looking at, I usually start with the text base as well. So mm -hmm. I mean, the first thing you get is going to be you know your audition sides, the script, and so reading that and seeing like where I naturally connect with like the piece where it is, and then learning it. There was one thing I'm reading. Um, I just finished reading Marcy Phillips, The Present Actor. Mm. And she says a common misconception is to not memorize. Like, and, I, and I've heard it, I've heard it before, but what I think people are saying when they say don't memorize is don't, don't memorize like affectations and like um, mm. meanings and definitions for when you're learning your lines. Like you have to, you have to bring your lines obviously because right. that's a whole person's work there that you need to be showing. Um, mm -hmm. But this is something that I've realized that I, I was kind of doing. I'm like, okay, I'm getting, I was doing more than just getting a feel for the script or the side, I was like planning it. And so in this book, she talks about trusting you as like a fully realized or like a evolving realization of a person. So I've got everything that I need to do to pretend to be a human be another human being, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got I've got Continue all the things. Right. So there's no need to necessarily put a thing on it. Like there are things, there are qualities that you can have and take and have like an under an underlying message or a theme, but I'm not gonna be necessarily planning what how I'm going to do things or how things are going to make me feel anymore. And this is something that I'm kind of um, realizing now. And she talks about it in her book as well, 
schooling, like going, like schooling is a great thing, but a lot of times, you know, when you go and you have classes worth of analyzing and diet, not necessarily dialects, you need to practice those, but analyzing and definitions and structures and methods for the process can sometimes bog you down in not necessarily research, but in things that don't necessarily culminate and you being believable at the end, which is like the, which is the whole point. So you can not, you can do the whole process and be like, okay, I did all of this work and then you put it up and it's not believable. So taking more, taking more trust in that I know what I'm doing, being given the resources that I need. So take that side, learn it and then be myself, which, which makes my process seem very simple. But then within that process is is the research It's like, okay, do I know who these people's names are? Why does this person connect to it? Because if I don't have a natural connection to say football, then it's like, I'm gonna have to do some research on what, why people, why people, why other people do gravitate toward it or what is that Mm -hmm. and how I can compare that to myself. So a lot of, um, figuring out what that means to me is my process. That's really beautiful. And I think there's, right. I think, I mean, this, this idea that you're kind of picking up on this, the fact that it's a lot of weight that we kind of are carrying sometimes with all these techniques that we're doing. And Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think, I mean, particularly with the singing, right. I think getting in the way of being present, right, is exactly what Marcy's talking about, is all of this like, okay, well, I need to stand like this, I need to make sure I get a good breath, I need to make sure I'm singing this vowel so that it sounds like this vowel, this <laughs> of my voice, right, uh-huh. and all these other things that just kind of, oh, and here, this is what I'm gonna belt, this is what I'm gonna use a mix, this is what I'm gonna, like all of these things, this is when I'm gonna be more aspirated, or whatever it needs mm-hmm. to be, right? I can go on. I love voice <laughs> techniques and stuff, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but it's getting in the way of of you being you being present and you being right, believable what you're talking about, right? So I lo- and I love the idea that you are kind of holding space for possibility. I have to, I have to, because I do get like I am the one who's like, oh, this person, and I go on this whole cap. Like, there's a there's a name dropped in the in the thing in the script. And so I'm like doing this research and I'm like, oh my God, they did this, they did that, they did that. And sure, it, it could, it's going to build my natural wealth of knowledge. But other than that, did that help me at all with what I needed to do? Like, I need to know who I'm talking about, obviously, but how do I feel about that? Now then how do I, how do I portray what's happening here? And is that coming across, which right. is something I feel like sometimes gets misconstrued with like processes that they have to be like, you know, I have to then, I have to write out all of my lines myself and then then put them in my own language and then in my bubble and I need to do all of my, what did I do in school? It's a, oh my God, I don't know how I just forgot. But basically like every fact, every detail of who your character is, dates, names, oh, relationships wow. to others, um, which is good. And I guess that's the best training purposes for that process. But at the end of the day, how are you going to do it? Like all of that work has to be, has to result in a physical being. And so that leads me to my next part about my process is that like, usually I take it a lot and like as a dancer in my body, I'm like, how do these people, that's something much more visceral for me and opposite from like my, my writing and what I do um, is how I, 
how I'm walking through the world. So it's something like, okay, I am living in this space. This is how their shoulders sit, which is sometimes like a, an easy transformation for me to make because I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I walk like this, but when I'm in this world with these given circumstances, that was the term I was looking for before, with the given circumstances Period. and Period. rules of the world and costume, mm -hmm. how, am I, how, how do I feel? Like, how am I living? Which is, you gotta be right. present for, you gotta be present. I love that. I think this frustration, I mean, I've always, okay, I always thought, I like, I like given circumstances as much as the next actor, uh -huh. but here's the deal. I, I don't think I was taught most concretely like the practical applications of what given circumstance really is and how it really affects the work that you're doing uh, mm -hmm. as an actor and how you're gonna do that. Because I was like, okay, I'm filling up this fucking bio. <laughs> this character, they have, they're like a Taurus. Okay, cool. Like, what does that, what does that, what does that mean? And it really, but you know, later on, obviously, as, as I've been acting and as I've been kind of like doing this thing, mm -hmm. it, it, it it makes it makes more sense, right? Because then it's like, okay, well then maybe based on the relationships that I have with these other people in the scene, then I'm gonna talk to them differently than I would if they were in a different mm -hmm. relationship. And that mm -hmm. makes sense. But as like an 18, 17, 18 year old, I'm like, okay, this is, what does this have to do with anything? And I wish, <laughs> I wish that like, I don't know, and then maybe it has to do with the fact that we're, where I was young or something, or I didn't mm -hmm. like, have that many different experiences yet. Right. Um, but I wish that someone was like, and here's the practical reasons why we're talking about this. <laughs> and this right, is why and we're like, doing it. <laughs> right, like that explicitly, like, come on. That needs to, uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like we talk about this like actor training kind of tangentially throughout all of our, I mean, it just kind of comes up mm -hmm. because I think that it's, most of actor training is kind of bad um, and kind of toxic in some ways. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't, I also don't think we don't need, we don't need, yeah, this might be a tangent, but anyway, I don't really care. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that we don't necessarily need to like be hurting ourselves to act or like exposing our like deepest traumas to act mm -hmm. necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, I think it can, uh, there are times where it can be helpful and it can, it can assist you, but, I don't know, I feel like we're past up the point of being like, okay, well, yes, I'm going to self-flagellate myself to make sure that you can believe that I'm gonna kill someone in a show. I don't Hurting? Like what right. at the end of the day, it's like, and that's a good point. And like tying it back to the process, it's like some right. of these um these detrimental processes that a lot of schools do use and teach, which would be especially like when you're training with other people as well sometimes they ask you to do things that sometimes do they get results yes for sure right but at the end of the day what was the point of rehashing my trauma in this room with all of my classmates and for me to finish out my full day did i get any closer to being believable like or did i just get very sad <laughs> Yeah, right. was I just right. really I'm sad, and crying. so you believed my sadness, and so now I'm right. sad. But like in the pro, and I'm, I want to get back to this later. But like overarching themes of like colleges and universities in general, a lot of times people want the product is like I want you, I want you to cry, I want you to right, right. feel like you're going to kill kill someone, and sometimes the process up until that point is kind of get 
it's lost. Like it, the, the focus isn't on how are we getting, how are we getting to a believable point, but it's like, I need you to do this, right. which isn't like living, like no one lives and they're like, all right, I'm going, this is how I'm going to do everything today. And it's going to work out like that. And I'm going to be able to finish it up and that's it. So imitating life, should we go out and be like, this is what's going to happen? Like leave the room. There are things that will have to happen uh, script wise, right. but all of the things that you're going through in that moment can be different all the time. You could be living, you can actually be living, which is, I mean, like for me personally, I guess I should say, I love to live. We want to live. Mm -hmm. I like to live. Let me live. And living, you know, the camera loves that, you know, if you're living their circumstances completely, the camera's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, yes. Yes. Like and then no one's even there. Right. And then the audience is completely believable, which is really cool. And that's the way it should be. I think we, I think we're done now. I think we figured it out. We figured it out. The problem. No. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Oh, I think there's, I mean, speaking of processes, there's like, there's a big shift in our industry to being more human centered in our processes, mm -hmm. which I think is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, particularly with like intimacy directors and all of, all of that part, all of that kind of industry that's kind of coming out of, out of it and hopefully it doesn't get too carried away mm -hmm. but what i think is really important is is this shift that human beings and people's mental health and their like well-being is just kind of more important and not just kind of it's just like oh yeah no it is more important than you know the story that's and you that's literally right. you mm -hmm. right this is, I have to deal with myself after this is over, right? I have to figure out how to take care of myself. And if I'm going to work and it's like hurting me, mm -hmm. that's not healthy. If, you, if, you're, if you're like mentally um, anxious about going to work, that's a problem, right? And, if any, and in any other industry, right, there would be a conversation. There would be like serious things happening because like HR, we have, we've got HR people, we've got all kinds mm -hmm. of things that, that are happening. But in, in theater, it's, it's not quite, we're not quite there yet. And I think it's nice to see those shifts happening. Right. I feel like mental health and, you know, more, more specifically mental health for sure, but health in general is left out of the process. Like whether you're like, mm -hmm. say someone who does method and you put yourself through certain things in order to receive, receive a result, um, we leave out your health or we leave out the mental health a part of the process that we we take in which after the show is done the only thing you're left with is the vessel that you you know you've dug out so it's like we should be putting mental health in every process and not just like i mean not the not the fatty mental health as in like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna have a tea today i'm gonna do my face routine which yeah. would be great but i meant like truly looking out for yourself right. and for what you need and how you're gonna do it safely which i think is we hit that problem when we get into like commercial things and we're like okay here we are um i need right, you to do right. this because people have a seat out there which is like of course i also signed up to you know sing these notes act these songs and do the play that way but at the same time how do i do it with me first mm -hmm. because without me there's no production Without the actors, there's no production. So like, there's no production. How do we th how do we make sure that the actors are doing it? Right. 
we need to include some we need to include some more self-love into the the process the process speaking of other things that i kind of like bring into the process um i bring i, I like to bring like openness like what mm. you're talking about like open you were talking about how you were open to possibility mm. um i like flexibility um some integrity mm, integrity um, that's a great one <laughs> that's a great one. I feel like is left out off as the actor specifically is like, who, who's got integrity when I need to get a job, when I need to, you know, get yeah. these people to like hire me. I go like, da -da 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 -da, which is how I feel sometimes. Right. Right. But integrity is important as well. So I'm, I really, um, I really vibe with that for sure. And it, it, and it, for me, the connection is the integrity of like my responsibility to myself or into my mm -hmm. other fellow humans mm -hmm. in this in this process and that i mean that's where I, that's that's one of the connect for me in terms of like this mental health process um well not process not mental health process but those considerations of mental health within any kind of theatrical process mm -hmm. and right exactly what you're saying these the capitalistic nature of some of the theater that we're we have to do pushes uh pushes the people um to a kind of extremes and kind of does a lot of damage. And what I, I want to shout out my friend, my friend's name is Neve. Um, Neve, he is a choreographer based in Seattle. Mm. And he, um, he would describe himself as, um, well, there's so many different things that he does, but he, he's one of his, one of the things that he is is disabled. And he would say that I'm a disabled choreographer. Mm -hmm. And I was in a I was in a show with him the uh, last fall, and I learned so much. Um, and I, I should we should really tell him this. <laughs> um, but reach reach out. Reach I should out. reach out. Um, but he he just made space and took up space for the things that he needed, mm. um, and allowed all of us to take up that same amount of space for the things that we needed and particularly things that, you know, were maybe out of our control or mm -hmm. things that just had happened during the day that were difficult. And I, and I really love that shift because usually, right. we get taught, we get taught that everything that you everything that happened before to, before this moment, before rehearsal, you leave outside of rehearsal. Mm. Right. But that's just not, I don't think that that's realistic because I am this person, in, I, I'm that person and I'm this person inside. So I don't yeah. know, I don't necessarily know how I can really like let go of like, oh, say, I mean, who knows, make extreme situations. Maybe my dog died or maybe mm -hmm. like all of these, maybe my, my parents are getting divorced or I mean, anything, mm -hmm. any, of these, right. any of these things, or maybe I'm dealing with depression, anxiety, all, all of these things. Um, but I think what was really powerful in taking up this space and that's something that I want to bring to all the processes that I'm kind of going forward is just allowing people to be who they are mm -hmm. and with all of their baggage, all the things that are just kind of terrible about their lives or whatever are, are good because mm -hmm. I think, I think it not only is it good because it, I mean, it, it is allowing people to just be themselves and relax into that, just but like it also that. just brings a, a measure of, of comfort and belonging and trust within kind of a, a company to say that, okay, yeah, we, okay, you, maybe you were sick today, 
And normally in like a pre pre world order, I guess so to speak, mm -hmm. you would be it would be it would be really looked down on mm -hmm. or something like that. But because we're in a different, we're trying to change this theater world, um, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're in this new way, it's like okay, that's totally fine. You take the time that you need. We have we have your back. We have you. Yeah, can we do more of that? And not even okay, talking about the process still. Not even just you know bringing me to my processes, and that's important, obviously, but. For the other, for the creators, for the producers, for the people with power, um, how about in those processes of putting up a show, we make sure that we're like just as human in the rehearsal room and in the auditions as we want those performers to be on stage, which is like, you know, kind of silly to act. Like you're asking me possibly if Broadway eight times a week or in a TV show or in a film. Right. You're asking me to be a human. You're asking me to be believable and to do something that people will buy. But yet we've been going out, we've been doing this process of, as if I was a robot. Right. As if I'm just going to, you know, you know, bend to every will, be able to do every and things unhumanly possible sometimes. So how about we humanize the process a little bit more? Let's humanize the process. I think that's Let's what humanize the process. That's what I. That's what I'm getting from this. Get into it. Let's make the process human. I love that. So I think I'm all for that. We can do it. You and I. Starting here. Starting now. I'm writing it down. Humanizing. Humanize the process. The process. Humanize the process. And I always feel like those are those are the processes. Like I I did Marcus in the Secret of Sweet my senior year. And that process was one that when I was on stage one, it, didn't, it never felt like I was doing anything. That's where I felt like I was living. And when we were in rehearsal, it was about, it was so much about community and what, and looking out for the other people on stage and the actors and the directors looking out for what we wanted and to really involve us and humanizing that made, made the production so much more delightful, like, because then the process wasn't something that was like, you know, I have to, I have to do this work in order to do my show, which is what I like. But obviously we like to do the rehearsals as well, where we wouldn't do any of this. So yeah, that, that was a realization for me. And I think, yeah, you know, I think, um, happy workers make happy shows, I guess, right? Um, why why don't we talk why don't we like get like I mean there's a whole field of organizational leadership there's a whole field of organizational psychology and mm -hmm. how to how to lead and how to be how to be better in these things um and I I mean honestly if you're going to be a leader I think you should have some sort of understanding of those particular processes because most of the time you're just being toxic. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry to say, but you're making me come in when I'm sick, right? You're making me work more than this any X amount of hours a week. You're doing, like, these things are not uh, very sustainable. And no wonder people get hurt. No wonder people, you know, burn out. Mm -hmm. No longer they no longer want to do this right. because it's no longer fun. The process. That, that's, the process. That we, we got a little dark there. That was a little dark. We got into it. 
Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to say about this? I know that I I don't I mean sometimes sometimes I never know where we're gonna go. <laughs> no, I mean I think I hit I hit my things for me specifically. I love the I love having being able to look at my results. I love being able to mm. look at what I've done because nothing's ever final. Like a, this big circle of life or energy or vibrations or whatever you believe in, like there's no end. So it's like, even when the production ends, when the rehearsals end, like that's not the end of the process. So I wanted to be this ongoing thing where I get to look back and learn and be like, okay, yes, this is what I, this is what I got from that. And this is how I'm gonna continue to bring that into my next work. And that's, that's the process for me, learning. <laughs> the process for me is learning. Yeah. Because reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. What's that song from Arthur? He's like, oh no, it's Schoolhouse Rock. Never mind. Because <laughs> knowledge is power. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Oh. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Arthur. You yeah. do love Arthur, though. I do love me. I love, love me some. Love me some. Arthur was on the brain. Arthur was on the brain. Awesome. Well, shall we cool down with a question? Let's let's cool down. Um, Okay. Since we talked about movies, since we're talking about the Oscars, I was interested in just kind of hearing what 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 was like the most recent movie that moved you. Easy, Sound of Metal. Absolutely. If you haven't seen it, everyone listening, everyone watching, Tyler, you specifically, go (laughs) and watch it. It was so. So beautiful. I mean, the concept easy. It's not always greener on the other side, which mm. is which is like so, very fitting for what we're talking about being present and you know like the process of like I'm not going to give away too much, but because this is also just the bio for the movie, but it's about a drummer <laughs> who goes deaf, and it's, so it's like oh, he wow. goes through all of these trials and tribulations and trying to figure out what's going on but he was so he was so so stuck on what he wanted and his final conclusion and what he needed that there were so many moments that he missed out and that made my heart wrench because i was like i see like i can see what you as a human are doing and what's happening in the moment like in the present and how you're living and then the things that like the miss not the necessarily the missteps but the things that get in the way of you fully being where you are in the moment because you're so worried about where you got to get to. And that was just, that was moving for me, especially it it being about, you know, a community that's often silenced. Um, It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was, it was so great. And I've, I've always loved watching people sign because the face is obviously a huge part of it as well. And there's just something about watching someone because I feel like those people, those people have to be, those people, deaf people have to be so present because it's about what's happening right now. Like I can, right. I can listen to you and be doing a million different things on the phone, but it's all about what's happening between us. And so that's, I feel like it's, it's such a strong connection that you can like see within the movie. And so for me, that's easily the one. And the performances are incredible. The music is stunning. Go and watch Sound of Metal. I gotta watch it. It's on. Do you know where where I can watch it? It's on Hulu. I believe. I think Hulu. it might be on Hulu. I think it might be on Hulu. And if not, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, this is a kind of a hard question for me because I feel like I haven't watched that many movies. Um, 
in again lackluster recent year. times. <laughs> because, right, partially because of lackluster year, partially because I just, I mean, I just have a, I TV is like the king for me. I just love mm-hmm. television. I, I like the shor- shorter form, um, episodic form of stuff. Um, but I think for me, the movie. And it didn't move me necessarily on like a human or like a kind of like a soul level, but mm-hmm. it did move me in terms of like, oh yeah, this is this type of storytelling and this, you know, n- you know, uh, not chronological kind of storytelling is something that I kind of want to aspire to and kind of bring. I, that's something that I've always been interested in bringing that and seeing how I can do that on stage. Because um, it often right? it often fails. It often fails right. on stage. Um, right. <laughs> But I love it. I mean, like, I don't, I'm not one personally who thinks it fails, but people like critics often will be like, it just doesn't work. You can't invest in a story work. that doesn't go, isn't forward. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Cause I was thoroughly invested when I watched that. It right. made me feel things. So what are you talking about? And that movie was uh, little women by uh, the most mm-hmm. recent iteration of little women. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is, I for now I forget her name. With Florence Pugh, with Saoirse Ronan. Right, right with Saoirse Ronan. And who directed it though? Oh my gosh. Um, it's, um, oh, I can see her face. Mit, mit, oh, oh Greta, so Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. And, Watson. and I, and I'm, and the reason it kind of was so moving is because, I mean, to take such a classic story, I, I mean, I've always, I loved Little Women. I always loved Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I love the Winona Ryder version. And I like, I was in the play when I was in high school. She's a fan. <laughs> And so I've always been a fan, but to just take that and tell like a, such a beautiful story with, and just like the crafting of it all was just really cool. It was really gorgeous. That was also one of my, in the last Oscar season, but that was one of my favorite movies that year too. That year was stacked, but that was a great, great. it was really great. It was really great. Cool. Thank we you so much for sharing. That's beautiful. Yes. And thank you. Thank you. Let us maybe have a few words. Until next time. We're not leaving, but <laughs> not leaving. We'll be right back. I drink champagne with kings and queens. The politicians praise my name. But those were someone else's dreams. The pitfalls of a one I became. For you. Speed of always needing more. And then I stop and see you here. I remember who all this was for. And from now on, these eyes will not be blinded by the light. From now on, what's waiting till tomorrow starts? And we are back. We're totally back. Um, Y'all know the deal. You know we're going to say it anyway. You know Come the on and submit these videos to www.ryco.org forward slash. Beware World Record. Yes. <laughs> Beware <laughs> World Record. And that's the end of it. And that's the end of it. I love Hashtag seeing... Broadway World Record. Hashtag Broadway World Record. Every week. I see that that picture of the the billboard of uh, Abby Mueller, and I see Adriana Hicks 
and, I, and mm. I'm like, yes. You're like, yes, yes. Um, yeah, get your videos. Get them in. Get them Please. in. I think our big takeaway this this uh, episode is humanize the process. Yeah, that's definitely it. Humanizing the process, like making sure we're leaving room for, you know, humanity inside something that like when you when you do get a process, it is supposed to be, you know, somewhat rigid, maybe more methodical, maybe more like computers. Um, but let's leave room for the like, you know, the whole the, the thing that we have to do it out of like the body, the mind, the soul. And, I, and honestly, I think it's not only going to take care of us, but the humans that we're portraying are going to be taken care of as well in, in that way. And it's you're going to love it. The audience is going to love it so much more when I'm up there, you know, doing like me, I'm there, you know, I'm not, I haven't mm -hmm. just, you know, like written me out of the page. I haven't taken me out of the, the show. I haven't just become a bunch of notes and dance moves. It's me, which is why people go to the theater. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, as y'all know, I am Dash Perry and you can see us every Thursday at 7 p.m. And I'm Tyler Dobies, and where you can see us is YouTube, Facebook, mm -hmm. Periscope, yeah, Ryko.org, uh huh, um, or at Ryko Theatricals. So until next time. Until next time. It was nice talking and chatting again, Tyler. It was so good. Shall we queen wave each other out? You've been listening to Get Into It, a weekly podcast from the Ryko live streaming series produced by Ryko Theatricals. Everything you heard was recorded live on our social media at Ryko Theatricals. You can support this podcast by sharing us on social media, writing a great review, or donating at www.ryko.org support. Thanks for listening.